Hello everyone, this is again the Jesus Lord Church Worldwide Podcast. This is your host, Brother Jenny Mark Corpus, and good evening to everybody. And our mission statement is to bring all peoples to the kingdom of the living God, regardless of race, status, belief, and religious affiliations, to the saving, healing, delivering, and transforming power of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do believe that you are again listening in your home, in your comfort- comfortable uh, table right now to hear this message that I would like to share to you tonight. I do believe that you will be strengthened in your faith to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I do believe you will be empowered, you will be strengthened, you will be activated in your faith. But before anything else that we will start our uh, podcast, we, can, we will invite first the senior partner of this ministry, of this, uh, our senior part, pastor, our senior partner of this ministry, that we welcome him. In, uh, no other than the person of the Holy Spirit because apart from the Holy Spirit, we can do nothing. So that's why we will sing a song to invite, to recognize His presence. This song was uh, titled, Come Holy Spirit, Fall on Me Now. This song was sung by the House of Heroes of Worship of GMF Netherlands and Myanmar Choir.
Amen. Praise the Lord. That is a wonderful song to welcome the presence of the Holy Spirit. Right now, we will pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we recognize, O oh God, your presence, O oh God, through the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. Lord, apart from you, we can do nothing, O God. So that's why right now we come before your presence. We repent of any sin that we have committed. Just cleanse us and wash us with the blood of the Lord Jesus. And I do believe, Father, that right now you have already cleansed us because you love us, your children. And Lord, we are lifting up to you this podcast for those people who will hear these words, O God, this sharing. O God, I do believe that you will enlighten us. You will open our hearts and Understanding and give us quick understanding, revelation, and wisdom of your word, O God, today. Father, we love you, O God. Hallelujah. Contains God to cover us tightly with the blood of Jesus. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. I do believe that you are now ready to, to hear this message for today. And I do believe that you will be strengthened. And this lesson will be... Uh, Uh, entitled the importance of our relationship with God the importance of our relationship with God because we are now we are in our quarantine we are staying at home and uh, we need to lock down our lives in our homes we have not do not, we don't have to go go out and then just do anything but we have to this is the time for us to stay at home and be in communion with our God and develop develop and revive, restore our intimate relationship to God. And what is the importance of our relationship to God? According to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. It says there in John chapter 1 verse 12, But as many as received Him, He gave them the right to become children of the living God, even for those who believe in His name. That's why, my beloved brethren, our priority in life should be to know God and to have a strong relationship with Him. Most people want things from God, but they don't want to invest time in having a relationship with Him. However, For God, having a relationship with us is a priority. Today, we will learn the importance of having a good relationship with God and also some of the obstacles that don't allow us to have a relationship with Him. And we will study what is a relationship. What is a relationship for you? And it's His here. Relationship is a place of encounters. It is the place where we pray, where we depend completely on God. It is the place where He longs to meet with us and have a daily encounter with us. It means communion, fellowship, and communication. When we pray to God, we will enter into that place. We will enter into that sacred place. Every day, God tells us, I need you in that place. I need you into that sacred place. Every morning that you will wake up in the morning, God is longing, waiting for us to be in that sacred place. And what should our relationship with God be like? What should be our relationship with God? Number one, our relationship with God should be personal. 
our relationship with God should be personal. According to Matthew chapter 6, verse 6 to 7, But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6 to 7. If you don't have a personal relationship with your Heavenly Father, with our Abba Father, you will be just another religious person repeating learned rituals. No religion in the world can ask their people to have a personal relationship with their God or to treat them like a father because all those gods are dead but our God is alive and we must have a relationship with Him like sons or daughters with their father to experience the joy of our salvation. Number two, that what should be like when we have a relationship with God. Our relationship with God must be our priority. Our relationship with God must be our priority. Amen. Praise God. Our relationship with God must be our top priority. The very first morning that you will wake up in the morning, you should put in your mind, you should have in your mindset that the time that you will wake up your, your eyes, you will you'll open your eyes, you will now look unto our Heavenly Father. Your desire should be to be in that sacred place because you know if you make God at the prayable lives, He will also prioritize you above all family, above your family, above your wife, above your children, your job, business, friends, hobbies, or anything else. Our relationship with God in the very first morning, in the very first time of our morning in every day that we will wake up must be our top priority. Amen. And number three, what should our relationship with God be like? Our relationship with God is a place of daily encounters. Amen. Our relationship with God is a place of daily encounters. According to Genesis chapter 28 verse 11, 16 and verse 16 to 17, So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night. Then Jacob awake, awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Oh, that is the word that Jacob cried out when he was there. He was there on that, on that area in Israel that he is looking for God. And he, will, he, he saw that, that the gates of heaven on that place. And he said, how awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. And what is that place called? The Bible calls it there. The Bible calls it there. T-H-E-R-E. It is a place of relationship where God expects to meet with us daily. 
regardless of the physical place where you are at, there will always be a place called there. It is the place where we pray, where we can hear His voice, and where God will speak to us openly. Number four, what should our relationship with God be like? Our relationship with God is possible thanks to God. Our relationship with God is possible thanks be to God. Many people think that it's impossible for them to have a personal relationship with God. They believe God is too far and He won't hear their prayers. However, it is possible to have a relationship with God in the now. In fact, one of the reasons why Jesus went to the cross was to restore the relationship between God and man, which was broken. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Matthew chapter 18 verse 20. Jesus came to teach us a relational theology, meaning that he taught us to know God by having a personal, intimate relationship with him. Amen. And what should our relationship with God be established on? What It should be our relationship with God be established on. Our relationship with God must be established on four things. Number one, obedience. Number two, fear of God. Number three, love of God. And number four, communication. Communication is the basis for our relationship. When you remove communication, the relationship ends. Prayer is originated from a relationship. When you pray from a close and deep relationship with God, your prayers have power. And what happens when we pray? What happens when you go into your sacred place and you pray? Our relationship with God generates power. Our relationship with God generates power. When we pray, God deposits power in us and we walk with supernatural power. We cannot expect to receive power from God unless we have a relationship with Him. Power produces divine influence. Prayer takes us above circumstances. And in the moment we leave our prayer room, the perspective and problems changes. Amen. Praise God. Our relationship with God will generate power. And number two, what happens when we pray? Power helps us overcome temptations. Power helps us overcome temptations through our relationship with God. It says there in Matthew 26 verse 41, Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Matthew 26, verse 41. Amen. And number three, prayer connects us directly for God. Prayer connects us directly with God. Many believers don't pray because they are consumed by the cases, cares of life. When those cares start to overwhelm them, they start depending on the prayers of others. God doesn't want us to depend on other people's prayers, but He wants us, wants each one of us to personally connect and have fellowship with Him. 
Jesus prayed in the morning, in the afternoon, and at night. Here is our example of why to pray and how to pray. Amen. According to Luke chapter 6, verse 12, it says here, Now it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray, and he continued all night in prayer to God. The Lord Jesus Christ who was sent by God, who is the only begotten Son of the living God. He came here on earth. He lived here on earth like us. He's 100% man. He's 100% God. He walked here on earth. He, and he needs prayer to have a direct connection with His Father, with God. That's why, why did Jesus, being a perfect man without sin, need to pray? He prayed because even though He was perfect, He could not live independently or separated, separated from the Father. Jesus needed to pray and have fellowship with the Father to produce power. So he could fulfill his assignment on earth. Praise God. And the Lord Jesus Christ, his life should be our example for us believers so that we will stay with power. Amen. And what are the some fruits of our relationship, God? What will happen upon us? What are the fruits of our relationship with God brings into our lives? There are five reasons that fruits that we will gain with our relationship with God. We will have communion with the Father. We will have communion with the Father. This means we become one with God or we have something in common with Him. If every day that we will go into that sacred place called there, we will develop our intimate relationship with God. The intimacy will be established between God and us. And you know it will be common with us every time that you will ask, every time that you will pray to God whatever your needs, whatever your fears, whatever your, your, your cares in life, you will be there in that sacred place telling to God, Here I am, Lord, giving it all unto you. You know the ears and eyes of God as is attentive to what you will say into the sacred place. Number two fruits of our relationship with God, we will have fellowship with others. We will have good fellowship with others. Every relationship we establish with others is an extension of our relationship with God. You cannot have a bad relationship with people and say that you have a good relationship with God. How you treat people is how you treat God. How you will love people is how you love God. How you serve people is how you serve God. How can you say that you love God but you hate your enemy? How can you say that you love God if you hate your boss or your manager? My beloved brethren, we will have a good relationship with others if we have that established relationship with God first. It says there in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, 7, This is the message we have heard from Him and declared to you that God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. 
1 John chapter 1 verse 5-7. Broken relationship with others are an equivalent to walking in darkness. There are many professionals who have diplomas, trophies, degrees from major universities, yet their marriages are destroyed, their friendships broken because every relationship is a mirror of our relationship with God. Amen. Number three fruits of our relationship with God, our prayers will be answered. Our prayers will be answered. Prayer means to communicate with God. It is speaking and hearing God. When we have a good communication with God, our prayers receive their answers. Praise God. And number four, we will be effective leaders. In order to become effective leaders, we must have a strong relationship with our Heavenly Father. How can we lead others to a God that we do not know? Amen. If you don't have an established relationship with God, how can you manage to lead people? How can you manage to lead your employees if you are, don't have a good relationship with God? Number five reason was fruits of our relationship with God is that we will have spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity. As we grow in spiritual maturity, it will be more difficult and unthinkable to abandon our relationship with Him. On the contrary, that relationship will be more intimate and will produce greater power and more fruit each day. We must seek His face daily. We must seek His, His panim, the presence. Panim means the face of God. It means the presence of God. And allow Him to change us with everlasting love. Praise God. And that are the fruits of our relationship, walking with relationship with God daily. And what are the great obstacles in our relationship, God, that we will encounter? There will be number one, discouragement. Many people tend to get discouraged and stop having a relationship with God when they don't receive an immediate answer to their prayers. You know, my beloved brethren, an answered, a delayed, a delayed answer to your prayers is not a denial. God is just making all things to work together for good. He knows everything for you. That's why, my beloved Burton, do not be discouraged. Number two, disappointments in life. When difficult circumstances come, our relationship with God can easily and quickly break. These are the obstacles in with our relationship with God. But you have to pursue, you have to be persistent, to be patient. You have to have an expectation when you go there and that sacred place with God. Resentment and unforgiveness. Resentment and unforgiveness, these are 95% of the people who, who leave the church do it because they were offended by someone. We must learn to forgive. And you know, my beloved brethren, if there is resentment, if there is unforgiveness in your heart, residing in your heart, you are giving way, a legal right to the enemy to enter your life. And once that you did not release forgiveness, you did not release un that unforgiveness residing in your heart, it will grow like a seed. And every day it will grow and grow and grow until it will become like a tree of unforgiveness. It will have, the roots will now be growing deeper and deeper in your heart. And it will eventually 
be a stronghold in your heart. That's why you need to be to release forgiveness at the very early time that you have hurt or you have been offended. Don't let the enemy to enter your heart with resentment and unforgiveness. And I do believe through the power of the Holy Spirit and with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be delivered once you have released unforgiveness for those people who have wronged you. Number four, fear of men and religion. This, are, this is one of the obstacles with our, in our relationship with God. God wants our relationship with Him to be mutual. Do not fear men or religion. If they will say, oh, you have already left us, your friends. Oh, you are so religious. But you know, my beloved brethren, they cannot help you. God will only be the one to help you. That's why this biblical verse models us our relationship with God. We cannot change based in our own ability. We need to abide in the true vine. This is a relationship where you give yourself and God gives himself to you. God invites us to seek him in prayer and reveals to us that apart from him, we can do nothing. It is true that in John chapter 15, verse 1 to 5, and I would like to read it, it says here, Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my father is the, wind, the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you can abide, you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. It is very clear, my beloved, that Apart from God, you will not abide to the Lord Jesus Christ. You can do nothing. We can do nothing. That's why, my beloved brethren, why are there so many believers defeated? Why are so many people, believers, are discouraged? They did not continue in their faith to God. Because where there is no relationship, when there is no intimacy in that relationship, there is no power for them because relationship with God generates power a mutual everyday daily encounter daily encounter with that relationship generates power many things have come trying to replace our relationship with God but Jesus came to restore the relationship with God between God and men that's why my beloved brethren before we will end this podcast Wherever you are, if your relationship with God has been broken or you left your first love to God because of the cares, because of your first priorities in life, in this crisis, in the middle of this crisis that we are experiencing here in the United States of America, this is not the time that we will restore our faith to God. We, this is the time to be revived in our passion, in our first love to God. If we have deserted God in the very first place, this is no time. God is calling us to restore, to revive on that broken relationship. That relationship can only be restored through number one, repentance. We must repent of our sins before God. Let us say to God, sorry Lord, I have not made you my top priority. If we will confess with our mouth, repent of our sins, of what we have done in our lives. I know and believe God is able. 
He is He will uh, forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from our righteousness. Number two that we will do is that we will come back again unto that relationship. And I assure you through the precious helper, the person of the Holy Spirit who was given to us, our precious comfort and counselor, He will be the one to help us to restore our relationship with God. Our faith will be revived. That's why, my beloved brethren, wherever you are right now, can you follow me in this prayer? Follow me in this prayer. Open your mouth. Confess with God to your, to your sin to God, believing with your heart. Can you follow me in this prayer? Father God, in the name of Jesus, I recognize that I am a sinner. I repent with all my heart to any sin of commission or omission that I have committed. Forgive me, Lord. Cleanse me and wash me with the blood of the Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I continuously affirm and confess, confess with my mouth that you are my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart, come into my life. And beginning today, O God, I do believe that you will restore unto me our relationship, that broken relationship. I want to be with you again, Lord. Help me, O God, and I surrender everything to you. Through the person of the Holy Spirit, restore unto me, revive my faith unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me pray for now, whatever sickness and disease, whatever you are experiencing right now, I do believe that relationship was restored again. And that's why my beloved brethren, we will pray, Father, the name of Jesus, for those who are listening to this message, I do believe, Father God, that you have heard their prayer. And right now, oh God, whatever sickness and disease that they are experiencing, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Leave them right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray, empower them strengthen them with their faith, O oh God, and activate their faith, O oh God. I do believe that this situation will bring them again unto that broken relationship. Lord, I pray, highly restore their relationship with you, that every moment, O oh God, every morning, they will make you as their priority. Lord, Holy Spirit, convict them, convict them every day that they will open their eyes to seek you first, O oh God, to seek first the kingdom of God in His righteousness and all these things, O oh God, that they need, it will be given unto you. Father, we thank you and bless you. In Jesus' name, to God be the glory. Amen and amen. Praise God, praise God. And I do believe that uh, next time again, you will hear our next podcast. This is your brother, Jenny Mark Rupus, saying to you, God bless and blessings to all of you. May the covering of the blood of Jesus be upon you all. Amen and amen. <music>